the ancestors are speaking. The ancestors are speaking, so he tapped in. Tuned in, tuned in, and turned on to your manifestation. Turned on to your manifestation. And turned on to your manifestation. Your manifestation. It is your galactic goddess, Cosmic Chameleon. Welcome to the home of the galactical goddesses. Coming to you once again. Thank you for allowing us into your space, your world, your universe, your galaxy. Today, we will be talking about nature versus nurture, survival mode. In some, nature has everything to do with your characteristics the day you were born, the day you got here, what those uh, innate characteristics look like, your DNA, your personality traits, where the stars were aligned in the sky specifically for you. Nurture has everything to do with your um, experiences growing up, whether you grew up in the hood or the suburbs, um, your worldviews, your cultural views, how people perceive you, how you perceive other people, and how they infected or affected you. Uh, moving forward, we would like you to stay tuned to the Galactical Goddess and get ready for some good stuff. We in that thing. Elevation energies. It's your goddess Karamoko coming back with another libations and information, gods and goddesses past and present. So today's episode is all about nature versus nurture. So I thought it very appropriate that we discuss two very wonderful origin. We're gonna take a little break from our comedic ancestors, get into some storylines from the Yoruba and Ifa tradition. So normally we do the bell, but today I want to show you how to do this correctly. So we have a living plant that we are going to pour water and again the pouring of water represents the energy that is flowing so we first as always give thanks to the most high next we're going to give honor and adoration to all ancestors known and unknown and we want to give honor to the deities that we speak about today ogun and oshun now, Ogun is Thai's representation of masculinity. He is a blacksmith, an iron worker. Now, without Ogun, we wouldn't have cars or tools or anything that makes this place run. And Oshun, well, we'll talk about her in a minute. So as the story goes, Ogun, working in the city, gets irritated with the other Oisha and the way that things are going. So he decides that he wants to retreat and go toward the woods. So he stays in the woods and nothing gets done. So the Orisha come and they plead with him to come and return. And no matter what they do or say, they cannot get him out of his nature. Now, Oshun, she represents all that is sweet in life. She is the youngest of the Orisha and is filled with love and beauty. So Oshun offers her hand at trying to get Ogun out of the forest. However, she does so in a very indirect way. Oshun goes into the forest and dances, barely clothed with a honeypot on her hip. And in doing so, Ogun takes notice. Now, Oshun sees him watching, but she doesn't pay him any mind. 
and as soon as he gets close enough, she smears honey on his lips. Now ladies, you know what that is. She continues to do this, Ogun in his trance, gets led from the forest back into the city where he is met with honor and adoration. So what does this mean to us today? Well, there are a lot of individuals, despite their nature, are able to overcome it with nurturing. Individuals like Seal, y'all know Seal, right? Now, he was hit with a autoimmune disease that caused the scars on his face, but that doesn't stop him from sharing the beautiful love and the music that we know he gives today. Or our beautiful women like Oprah and Missy, and even Mary J. Blige, who were molested before 10 years old. But that doesn't stop them from bringing their nurturing and healing to millions across the globe. So when life or nature tosses you something that isn't always so savory, you just remember that that nurture and that sweetness can bring you through it. Despite who or what makes you who you are, the decision is really up to you. No matter the circumstances, life is always a little sweeter. It's mine. That's welcome, villagers and Yoruba. Thank you for joining me for another session of Divine Rhyming, and I'm Mayansa T. Muse, your divinatory literary, visual, and performing artist. And um, I love poetry. It's one of my favorite forms of creative expression, and I've written a poem in the spirit of Mother I am she, Onile praises be, viewed in all totality for those with eyes to see. The alchemist of harvest, it is I who holds the keys. So why ask why? I am she, the spirit of Mother Earth. They call me Jeb Gaia, many other things for what it's worth. They fancy me, like seasons dance and be remembered and called. Come to think of it, I'm quite appalled by the paperwork for profit people pass around pimping me, just stop it, oh please. I gave you the trees, but can't make you see past sign-offs for signs. You mine and you think you own me? I freely give my love as none could afford my fees. I am she, she who gives life in every sun ray, by moon rays, by moonlight, I embrace the dead and decay so that they may sprout roses, you see. Ancestral wisdom is rich in my soil, so remember that when you toil your fields and I will shield you in ways so amazing, providing all you need to heal, to graze, just taste my alkalinity. And a spectrum of herbs, veggies, and fruits that are riches far beyond loot, so plant seeds in the ancient ways, water the crops, libations atop, and give praise to the heavens, burn sage and gaze over acres of lush jades, rising high like the trees that cast the right shade. So sit barefoot to the ground, feel my pulse with a mason jar of homegrown lemonade for a harvest well done. Emissions of rays from moons and suns bringing rainbows of crops from each and every one just cause I can. 
Open my earth and feed my babies like sand from my land, the one you think you are. All of you are my children from 9 to 99 and y'all think y'all grown. I'm over the time. I am she, only made praises be. So to the villagers that will cultivate my earth, don't forget to just be. Ever understanding, I am not an it, not an object. I am me, I am she, or lay, praises be. Surrender to this simple truth, and like the top of your crown, you'll see just how fast you'll grow. Just ask the stars, the loose quasars. We work together, and they know. Sign, the spirit of Thank you very much for allowing me to share some divine rhyming with you. And now, back to Galactical Goddesses before I have to head back to the Quasars. Love and light to everybody's cosmic universe. I am Ayansa T. Muse, that's spelled with three eyes, and welcome to the group session of Galactical Goddesses, Nature versus Nurture. But if you ask me, and that's just of course if you ask, I would say that there is no opposition between nature and nurture, because one cannot exist without the other. You see, the masculine force represents the work that needs to be done and the force it takes to protect it. And the feminine represents the receptive, the nurture, that which needs to be protected. The male has nothing to protect if there is no feminine treasure. Ooh, if that makes sense. Mm. But if the female doesn't give birth, then there's no man to continue the nations. So both are very much needed. So nature versus nurture, I think it's more of a connecting of the bridge because nature, he is just as brutal as she is nurturing. Yee! Yee! <laughs> I think I can resonate with that. In what way? Because I was just telling somebody that how are men supposed to rule this, our men supposed to rule this world? if we don't understand our, our position. Yeah, right? absolutely. So if, my, if I'm not guiding my position the right way, I cannot tell him how he should lead properly because I'm I'm looking at him as lower than me. Mm -hmm. So therefore I'm treating him this way and he can't think that he's all powerful, which means he can't do powerful things. Absolutely. Which means now I am not using my pawn the way that I'm supposed to. I love it. We've been placed in this position thanks to the Maya book, right? Mm -hmm. And so there are, there are epigenetic changes that are influencing how we act as the feminine force, right? We've been put in a place where we were traditionally put in a place where we had to be that masculine energy. And everyone embodies both masculine and feminine, but when there's an imbalance, right. there's an imbalance as above, so below. So when we reflect that imbalance within, it manifests outside. The collective And enter, this is how we have the world today as we see it. Yeah. I mean, what, what are some examples that um, 
you forgot to use your gifts the right way to help a man lead properly. Anybody got any? I know how to shut my mouth. Well, I can't say that I forgot to use my gifts because when I made mistakes with men, I was not aware of my gifts. Yes. Okay. That's a good point. I wasn't aware. But when I became aware, um, okay, I'll give an example. Going to the grocery store and a guy will say, oh, hey, sexy. And instead of turning around and giving him a few choice words garnished with expletives, <laughs> I would say, you know, call me something else. Because okay. sometimes they just don't know. A lot of our young men were raised by television, were raised by the wrong images and the wrong ways to address us. And then they get cussed out before they can learn any better. Okay. And so I would be like, don't call me that, call me this. You don't know me like that to talk under my clothes. Oh, okay, I won't call you that, I'll call you beautiful. And I'll be like, that works. Yeah. yeah. You know, because in doing that, you pull his own mind out of his sexuality. So. That goes back to me um, speaking on my attitude. I only can speak on me. Mm -hmm. And so uh, me not knowing the balance of how to make a man respect me and not being aggressive, because I correlated that with if you're aggressive, he'll hear you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're too sweet, he can't. Okay. So finding that balance of uh, letting him know that I am authority Man. and I am to be respected. Is that Man. it? Yes. You don't have to make a person respect you. Mm. When you vibrate a certain way, when you don't have to demand respect when you carry yourself in a way that earns it. That's it. You know, because for me, my, one of the biggest things I had to learn when it comes to femininity is not having to express everything. Everything doesn't need to be spoken, right? So mm -hmm. there's that. Uh, how do you say it nowadays? They say, oh, they just don't know how to shut their mouth, right? Right. And when you look at the elder women, those are the ones that sit back with their mouths closed. So they know all, but they Absolutely. don't speak all. And that's one great thing that we can learn as this generation of feminine beings to be that pond, if you will. Absolutely. Or the receptive vesicle. You don't always have to be the masculine energy. Absolutely. Oh man, so, you hit such a good point. So we need that talk then, because it seems like the elders learn that, and then they forget to teach us, thinking that because we see them doing that, that we're learning. That's exactly what they're doing. But we might be thinking that they're not taking up for themselves. But let me give you an example of how our elders do it all the time, and they've been doing. When you cut up, my, sometimes mama didn't have to cuss you out. What did she do? Give me a that mug. Telepathy. In the teeth. Audience, show of hands. How many of y'all have got them? Exactly. My baby said today, I didn't even do nothing. I didn't even say nothing. Exactly. I know. And see, our elders learn to speak without speaking. We have to talk about We gotta get back to that. We gotta talk about this drunk DNA. A woman's authority is in her power, is in her song. Mm -hmm. Because sooner or later, the man gonna get tired of his own hard leg. Uh, hello? Can you repeat that one more time? Thing on? Can you repeat that one more time? I said a woman's greatest power is in her. Oh, she'd have passed it. <laughs> Thank you. Take a mic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. A woman's greatest power that. is in her softness mm -hmm. and in her silence mm -hmm. and in her intuitiveness. Mm -hmm. and in her receptability 
because sooner or later the man is going to get tired of his own hard lady. Oh, so wait, guys, you talking about junk DNA? What that have to do with nature versus nurture? Everything. You know what time it is? Y'all know you know what time it is. What does it have to do with nature versus nurture? Because there's no opposition. Right. But since we don't have a hard leg, then we can we can only talk about what we working with and try to correlate that to the male energy, which is very important because. A lot of women think that just because they birth a man that they know what it means to be one. And that is absolutely false. That is absolutely false. We have to all find that divine balance and understanding each other. Um, I, I, sometimes I feel like we get, as a society, as a culture, as, as a planet, I feel like we get too caught up in attempting to compete, compete with each other's energy and forget I that sure. we've been conditioned to compete and think, isn't it? There is no competition. I'm not in competition with anybody. Right. Exactly. Nor have have I ever. And I feel like the sports and things like that have us confused oh to make us think like, that's my competition. Hey, girl. Is that you? That is you. You again. You again. Go sit with yourself. And so one thing I've learned with my spiritual partner is that relationships have seasons. And and a lot of times we, we let TV and what people have taught us, what our parents taught us, um, condition our minds what relationships should be. And the reality of it is only us as individuals on this journey we call life, which is a mystery, can put this thing together. And so it's important to come at, at all of this with unconditional love. And I used to think unconditional love was letting somebody run, run the hell over you. Right. I did so, used to think that right up until they backed up and I realized I had no sympathy it was like no sadness in their eyes and I realized I had to you know what maybe I need to the unconditional love is me loving myself unconditionally and letting the cards fall as they may and when people want to um get on that frequency of allowing it to be respectful peaceful and loving then we can vibe and link when, when our frequency is is in the right place but until then you know I, I had to learn to to distance myself create boundaries um with, with people around me and, and not take their energy personal and not be too serious about, you know, me going about. So you know, learn how to survive. Hello, yeah, I learned how to survive, but I feel like now I'm learning how to thrive in the love for myself versus I have to please other people. Um, and, and me being a Libra, I'm a, I think one part of that is people pleasing. I like to see people happy. Yeah. And I realized that that validated me for a long time, how I can, you know, meet your needs or how we can help each other. Mm -hmm. But everybody don't really feel like that. Right. And then I start feeling sour after I, you know, but I have to take 100% accountability for allowing myself to be ran over and not give anybody else any power over uh, what they've done to me. I allowed them to do it to me. Power back, thank you. Good night. So essentially, our topic on nature versus nurture is learning to understand yourself, how you need to maneuver with your masculine and feminine energy. Both of them. Both of them. Balance it. Yeah. Observe and learn how to use your pawns accordingly. Correct? Yeah. Absolutely. And not just that, but just learn, learning your self-love and your place in overall nature. Because what Jazz just mentioned, Cosmic Chameleon, the galactical goddess, just really said, I'm not, I was waiting to see, if, I think you realized what you really just said. But it's like when the moment when you got tired, that's when, that's when nature shifts. Think about it. Mother Earth sends us rain, and then when she gets tired of us, she sends tsunamis. 
So in works. nature versus nurture, she'll nurture. Don't resist. No, don't resist. Follow don't, your intuition from and the beginning. Don't, don't take too much. Mm -hmm. Because what I was referring to with with cosmic story yeah. is that she was given. That was that rain. That was that rain. That was that rain. People kept taking the rain. But then when she had nothing left, here comes the monsoon. Exactly. But see, this is what all of us do individually. Yeah. So we have to look at how we're keeping a proper balance with not just loving ourselves, because self-love can become very imbalanced when you're only focused on loving yourself. You have to love yourself in a way that's conducive to nature so that you stay on the right side of it. That's true. appreciate you all for staying tuned this long. And we're gonna be back with some more Galactic Blue Guys. Can I put $10 on it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. Put some money on it because these bills is running high. watching a great show on Boss Up Houston Network. Have you heard? They're bossing up, okay? And I heard they're looking for you. Any podcasters, talk show hosts, if you're a writer or producer, we definitely need you. Come aboard and boss up. Are you a small business owner that is struggling to promote your company? Our topic today is what's your status? Shoot the dice at this point. Yeah, you just shoot the dice, roll the dice. So... Hey, how y'all doing? It's attorneys. Um, all right. Imagine being televised on a national platform. How about being a host or sponsor on a syndicated podcast? Or being featured on exclusive promotions and interview for your product to your ideal customer? Hi, I'm Kayla Sneed, and I'm head of sales with Boss Up Houston. And here at Boss Up, we like to help small business owners and entrepreneurs advertise, promote, or become a sponsor for one of our television, podcasts, or radio shows. All you have to do is click the link down below to see if you qualify. I'll be seeing you soon. This is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. Love and Light, it is your Galactic Goddess. Today we will be um, having our Tantric Soul sex session and we will be talking about nature versus nurture and being in survival mode and how it has everything to do with how everything is connected to sex. Everything is sex. So have you ever had someone, I don't care who it is, lie to you and you knew that they were lying? You had even spiritual you may not have, you know, the, the, the visual proof, but your spirit told you, downloaded it. You knew that they were lying, and you had to decide in that quick moment, do you try to prove to them that you know they lying, or do you not waste your time at all and focus totally on your business and, what, what did my grandma say? <laughs> I'm back. Okay, my grandmother used to say that uh, every bed that you make, you're going to have to lay in it. I took the MF out just for y'all, but we, we like it spicy. But moving forward. So the moral of my story is we have to learn to trust our intuition fully. 
being here. We have to understand that we, the day we got here, we had everything that we needed to master this realm um, we call Earth. Um, in conjunction with knowing that you mastering your emotion is directly correlated to you coming here and operating your purpose for being here on this planet at this time. So in my experience, I've discovered that me mastering my emotions is the only thing that I need to control. Um, previously, before you know, I started to get into the African, African spirituality, um, understanding me as a spiritual being, I, I focused a lot on how other people felt about me, not realizing that I was feeling their energy, not recognizing that it had nothing to do with me. And I used to pick up on people's emotions and try to nurture them. Me being feminine, me having a feminine energy, I used to do it with my family, and that ended really horrible. You know, you have to learn to, to create these boundaries, and their problem, and their emotions, and their their drama and their things is not your drama because you got your own drama you got to address, work on, sit in, ground in, and figure out how you gonna get yourself up out of there. So you remember when you were, uh, like remember when I first moved here and we were, uh, it was like a, a issue, a family issue that And I was like, it only takes like about a, a day to get over this situation. Yeah, yeah. But it took longer than that. And it's because the intuition was saying we were not speaking about things that we, we felt because you know, sometimes when you have a negative thought, or let's say you're the one that starts something, and so everybody is coming at you and you started it, and your intuition already told you it was wrong from the beginning, you gotta take time to just breathe and understand that everybody's been in your position and explain how you feel. And so mastering your emotions is being honest with yourself and accepting whatever you feel somebody else is gonna say because you already know the answers. And then going to fix it and heal it, because essentially we heal each other because we're mirrors of each other. Reflection, the fire reflection. Right, even when we lie. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in to Tantric Soul Sex Sessions. Um, the best sex I ever had was with myself. So mm. you're very much in tune with yourself. He's living life. Put that respect on it. <laughs>